0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com
1: for details.
2: I think this may be a first for us. We are doing the show. I'm in D.C. and you are in Sweden. Yes. (laughs) And Letitia, you are in... Colombia
1: we are global
2: global international conglomerate (laughs) something or other (laughs) music is the great uniter there are no, there are no boundaries.
1: Zoom is the great. Uniter, also, yes, and Zoom helps. That's terrifying. Yes, and Zoom. I am in the home of Abba, and Abba is the great uniter.
0: Wait, and is Abba considered like a government soft tool power <laughs> over there, or is it just like a
1: regular thing? How would we say this? They're just the presiding spirit of Scandinavia, Still or, our or one of them. National
2: treasure. Yeah. Well, this is how we're doing New Music Friday this week, November tenth. <laughs> NPR's and Powers. And critic and writer Letitia Harris. We're going to talk about some of the best albums out today, starting with uh, British singer and producer Pink Panthers. Her debut studio album uh, is out now. It's called Heaven Knows. This is the opening cut, Another Life. Uh-huh. Is this just radiating sunshine and love all the way around?
0: You think this is radiating sun,
1: uh, Rob? It is to not me. The, I mean, This is not radiating think, sun? Uh, did you read the lyrics?
2: Well, I guess I have a very different idea of what of what sun is. <laughs> but, you know, because to me, oh, yes you do, this whole record thematically to me was a lot of uplift for me.
1: No, I mean, I will say one thing about the beginning of that song. And I was curious, Leticia, what you thought about this. It, I feel like the very first bars... It's like a fallout Boy song. You know what I love about
0: Pink Panthers? We're all hearing such different things. It's true. It's true. I'm hearing like bubblegum goth wave in this song. <laughs> like I wrote in my notes, like this feels like Bratz montage music. But these lyrics, like the sounds are all like, they're all over the place. You know, we're hearing a lot of different things. Like you can interpret it a lot of different things. But these lyrics, like she has very gothic feelings and gothic understanding of emotion. It's very melancholy it's obsessive it's dark it's intrusive at some points you know she's pairing that with really fun sounds sometimes well you know it's funny
1: because i i was reading i was reading something the other day that was saying that horror is the number one genre for Jet for gen z that doesn't surprise me and partly it's because it's so flexible like you can do so many Mm -hmm. things with horror you can the story can go in all different directions the visuals can go in so many different directions and so it makes sense to me that an artist like this would be kind of aesthetically in the same wheelhouse you know as Mm -hmm. ari aster or somebody like that
2: i don't hear horror i mean listen to the song like here's here's the song nice to meet you And I heard yeah, a lot I of this. of
1: course, the but the first, dying, yeah, the first like, line of that <laughs> song is, oh my the God. first line of that song is, I pray that I'll die before my baby. Thank
2: you, Anne. <laughs> I pray that I die before my kids, too.
1: Well, that's yeah, totally but true. And there's
2: nothing sad about Robin. that. That's just life.
0: She's 22. These are gothic <laughs>
1: thoughts.
2: Yeah, all right. But You've lived a full <laughs> life, Rob, Robin. You, you, it's, it's okay. Oh,
1: Robin, please.
2: <laughs>
1: no, I mean, look, it's it's both and. I think, you know, she contains multitudes, you know? Just like, actually, the
0: genre of horror. The genre of horror works when it can also be considered a comedy yes and i think the happiness that you're hearing robin is proof that she's doing what she's doing well you know you can approach these songs and this whole record from a lot of different angles and i think that's the best part of it if that makes
1: sense 100 percent. and i think you know i like the weirder glitchier songs like blue Bye. And also, I like Blue because she seems to be talking about an online relationship, and the sound of it creates this cocoon, and it feels like an online... (laughs) It sounds like an online relationship.
0: It's very parasocial and codependent, and it kind of reminded me of All About Eve with betty davis like her lyrics there she's <laughs> like i can't copy you anymore think of you anymore hang with you anymore like i don't know if that's necessarily a romantic internet relationship she's having or if maybe she's describing like her struggles with fame, yeah like, her i had that relationship thought. with her fans i had she's that thought. working with a lot of different themes here
1: and there's nothing more uplifting and more terrifying than falling in love especially when you're young and you don't know what's gonna happen
0: I think, like, the way she describes this album from progressing from her mixtape, she's, like, describing it as a journey from hell to purgatory. Mm. Like, getting to that middle space, you know, that, like, area of not sure where things are going to go next, but clawing your way out of hell, that's scary, but also very uplifting. Absolutely. She's made it to another stage, and in this stage, is a little uncertain where she's going to go yes. next, but she's still happy, but she's still considering things.
2: All right, again, that's Pink Panthers. Her debut album is called Heaven Knows. Uh, That's out now on November 10th. There's also a really interesting new project from Cat Power that's out today. It's called Cat Power Sings Dylan, the 1966 Royal Albert Hall Concert. And that is exactly what it says it is. It's a complete track-by-track recreation of Dylan's 1966 concert. Sean Marshall, who is Cat Power, she also performed it at Albert Hall. Uh, This is her take on the song fourth time around.
3: Then she said don't waste Your words are just lies I cried, she was deaf and she worked on my face Until breaking my eyes And saying what else you got left It was then that I got up to leave But she said don't forget Everybody must give something back for something they get. I stood there and hummed. I tapped on her drum. I asked her how come. She buttoned her boot and straightened her suit. And she said, Don't be cute.
2: I was not expecting a new Stones album. <laughs> I was not expecting a new Beatles song. And I was not expecting Dylan's music to be brought to so much life by Cat Power. So I you're loving this. You're loving I am. this. I am. Yeah. What, what, what do you think?
1: Oh, no, I, I, I mean, I, first of all, let's just say Sean Marshall is one of our great interpretive singers. She's put out, mm-hmm. what, three albums of covers plus an EP, I think. She can get to the heart of a song like no one else. But this is a really unusual effort in that she is meticulously recreating this legendary moment in live music. Uh, how much backstory do you you think we Well, go ahead. Yeah, run? I was
2: going to say we should say something about exactly what this performance is and why it's a historic moment.
1: All right, I'll try to lay it out fast. So, Dylan went electric in 1965. You know he was Judas. before the <laughs> he was a he was a folk he was part of the folk revival before that he put out two albums of like just acoustic music then he released the record, Bring It All Back Home, in March 65. Now, this concert follows in 66 in England. It actually took place not at the Royal Albert Hall, but at the Manchester Free Trade Hall, but everybody thought it took place at Royal Albert Hall, and that's how it's been labeled. At this show, half of it he performed acoustic, as Sean does with this record, and then half he brought on the band and played electric. and. Notoriously, at a certain point late in the set, a fan shouted out, Judas! And Dylan, here's my Dylan impression, y'all ready? You're a liar! (laughs) That's what (laughs) he said. So it was a legendary moment uh, that made a lot of bootlegs. And then they launched into like a Rolling Stone and just burned the house down, you know? And that moment just defined Dylan as a rock star. You know, he was putting folk aside. He didn't care. With a stick in the mud, folk fans thought he was going to take rock to a new place. And Sean, when she got invited to play the Royal Albert Hall, she said, I want to recreate this moment. Because I think because it was formative for her hearing about it. The, mm-hmm. she, she calls Bob Dylan God Dylan. She loves Dylan. And, but I never expected her to take it to this level of detail. I mean, the phrasing, everything is exact. Except for one thing and that's when when someone shouts out Judas she just says Jesus
3: Jesus
1: And I think she's talking about how she feels about Bob.
0: I was playing this, my boyfriend was beside me, and he was like, this sounds like Bob Dylan, but this person's enunciating too much. And he was like, I need more of a mumble going on.
2: (laughs) That's the thing that's so interesting about the way Sean Marshall does this. There is just a little bit of a hint of her channeling Dylan in her voice, but she walks that line so perfectly, right? It's just enough to sort of give a nod to that sound without her just flat out imitating it or trying to sound like him.
3: She's got everything she needs. She's an artist. She don't look back. She can take the dark out of the nighttime and paint the daytime black.
1: There have been so many millions of Dylan covers, and and in fact, entire albums of Dylan covers ever since Odetta. Uh, released an album of Dylan covers in 1965 so it's, that's mm-hmm. not new but it's the it's applying herself to this moment in time I think and yes you're totally right bringing her own voice and her own you know sensibility to these songs so when she's singing a song just like a woman to just s- cite the most obvious example it hits different right
3: yes she makes love just like a woman yeah, she does and she aches Just like a woman but she breaks Just like a little girl
1: But she infuses a kind of a compassion into these songs that is really beautiful.
2: Well, she's perfect for this. I, I, I admit, when I first saw that this was coming, my first thought was,
1: what? Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> and
2: I was seconds into it, you know, and I was completely sold.
1: She can get to the heart of a song like no one
2: else. Okay, Cat Power. <coughs> Cat Power. <laughs> <laughs> Cat
1: Scratch Fever.
2: Cat Power doing Dylan. The album is Cat Power Sings Dylan, the 1966 Royal Albert Hall concert we've still got a handful of other releases that we want to talk about this week but we do need to take a quick break and we will be right back
4: this message comes from npr sponsor the capital one venture x card when you book through capital one travel using the venture x card you earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights and you earn unlimited 2x miles on all other purchases plus receive a 300 dollars annual credit for bookings through capital one Travel. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu with Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Directed by Prentice Penny, Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how Black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, premieres May 9th, streaming on Hulu.
0: Jasmine Morris here from the StoryCorps podcast. Our latest season is called My Way. Stories of people who found a rhythm all their own and marched to it throughout their lives. Consequences and other people's opinions be damned. You won't believe the courage and audacity in these stories. Hear them on the StoryCorps podcast from NPR.
2: I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Only from NPR.
2: It's New Music Friday from NPR. I'm Robin Hilton here with Ann Powers and Letitia Harris. We're looking at some of the best releases out now on November 10th, including a new one from the Chilean artist Mon Laferte. It's called Autopoetica. This is the title cut. My god this album
0: right this especially track the title track it's such an electronic club grunge banger she packs a lot into this record and just switches it up all the time like she has her soft cumbias she also has the romantic ballads
2: the arc is incredible i mean it begins with this it's just so lush and elegant
0: orchestral lushness yeah
2: and and it's it's grand and it's beautiful and i think oh okay
0: i kept noting her like vocal manipulation she kind of does like the kanye west 808 and heartbreaks chipmunk style things on her voice sometimes in this one
1: yeah i hear this record and i i hear the work of a fully mature artist in absolute control you know of her craft and I do think, you know, she's taking a stance here. Many of the lyrics are very tragic and, mm-hmm. and uh, characteristic of her expression of love and sexuality as this extreme state, you know? But then in the song 40 E M M, the hook is, I'm 40 and a mom, nobody dies of a broken heart. And there's a great picture of her with these young girls in full-on B-girl outfits, just looking tough as hell. And and I think that's her manifesto right there.
0: Yeah, I love that you mentioned this song specifically, Anne, because I think it's such a, like, bad bitch energy track. And the way that she delivers her lyrics on this one, She's like, I'm a big star machine. And then she talks about microparticles that are subdivided into interspatial nanoparts, whatever. Like she's like getting into the nitty gritty of the science behind why she's so cool. Like you said, this is such a mature artist really going for it.
2: This is also a song that goes through so many transitions. It's just like a song mm-hmm. within a song within a song. This piano comes in about a minute or so into it. And then this great drop, the full harmonies, just these little strange whispers. And then like another couple minutes or so into it, it becomes a completely different song. And then she closes with this sort of opera aria called Costa Diva.
1: I will say that, you know, she does have a song on here called Metamorphosis. And in that song, she says me amor metamorphosis, right? My love metamorphosis. Well, the love is changing, but maybe she's also saying I'm in love with changing. You know, I, I'm in love with change. I'm in yeah. love with transforming mm. myself.
2: I love that. Mon Laferte, her new album is called Autopoietica. The release schedule is slowing down a bit as we near the end of the year, but I know we all have some personal favorites out today that we want to mention. Uh, Leticia, you want to go first? Yeah,
0: so my lightning round picks, I have two. First up is Aisha Devi's Death is Home. Aisha Devi is a Swiss producer who creates introspective spaces, um, but you know, with this album, it's her first in five years, she switched it up and created a study in kinetic extremism. It's kind of hard to explain, but mm. it's just like, still has the internal, but it's like very much about how the body can move through trauma. Um, and then Maya from MXM Tune is out with a reworked edition of her debut EP, 2018's Plum Blossom. works out so I'm done, it's very- So lonely. Chilled. Sorry, sorry. Back to the song. <laughs> this is just exciting to me because it highlights how much Maya's grown as a person and musician since the original. It's a subtle difference, but it's really noticeable on the production side. It's cleaner, it's more expansive, and gets closer to the ideas she originally had, but didn't have the tools to do so when she was so young making this music. And it's just very exciting.
2: And what do you got?
1: My first pick is higher from Chris Stapleton. It's been eight years since Chris Stapleson's breakthrough with his debut solo album, Traveler. And he is so in his lane now, by now, he's totally able to blast it open. But higher puts him where he always really was in that classic kind of rock and soul, you know, Tom Petty, Eagles, you know, going beyond the confines of a genre. My second pick is by an artist named Lila Blue. And the record's called Sweet Pea.
3: Gotta go, I gotta go, I know I gotta go there, gotta go there someday. Take me with you. Take me with you. I got
5: something
3: to say. Oh, Sweet Pea. Take me with you. Take me with you. I got something to say. Sweet Pea, Apple on my ear, take me down to your cherry tree. Wanna feel that bark on my skin, feel that bark on my skin, on my skin and teeth oh. Sweet B, touch me right, take me to the edge of the dead at night. Sweet me, take me home me tight. Whisper to me it's gonna be your right, oh.
1: Lila Blue is only twenty-three, but they have more than a decade of performing behind them. They started out as sort of a theater kid in a in a theater commune in upstate New York and wrote their first songs when they were just like nine or ten years old. They bring an incredible authority to songwriting and singing. And sweet Pea confronts hard stories, the story of their own sexual assault as a child, story of how they have come to accept themselves as non-binary, but does it with enormous fearlessness and panache. Take me with you. I to say. Oh
3: Sweet Pea.
2: All right, I'll do a couple, too. Starting with A$AP Rock, he's got a new album out today called Integrated Tech Solutions. The brand reads Animal Farm. My Fuji on the land running with a lame in my arms. Trail of rabbits harboring the farmers' brain to cigars
4: and cattle after. After that, it's like a ramp to an ark. Playing the garlic salmon, already romance in the fingerlings. One reminder by the ringer's wolf, only up a ring, ring, ring. Out of radio, silence about.
2: Right off the top, could be album title of the year, Integrated Tech Solutions. You know, it's using this nonsensical corporate speak to examine sort of the folly and just futility uh, of so much in life, particularly, you know, all the horrible things that... People have conceived and created in the name of progress. You know, as he says at one point on the album, on one of the cuts, he says, we cannot be trusted with the stuff we come up with. (laughs) Uh, He's funny. He's deep. He's adventurous. Integrated Tech Solutions from Aesop Rock, that's out now. I also got to note that the 25th anniversary edition of R.E.M.'s album Up is also out today. This was the last album that they did that I personally truly loved. Um, they had a few other albums that they put out after it that were kind of a mixed bag for me, but but this was the last one that I really loved top to bottom. It was the first one that they did after their drummer Bill Berry retired from the band, so they use a lot of drum machines and synths in really beautiful ways on the record. Um, This 25th anniversary edition, it includes a previously unreleased live set that the band did for the TV show Party of Five back in 1999, which I didn't even realize they had done. But such a nostalgia trip hearing these songs again, the 25th anniversary edition of R.E.M.'s Up. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Just one more show for 2023. Uh, That's on November 17th. Uh, And then we hit the holidays and then all of our year-end coverage. Uh, so for now, my thanks to Letitia Harris and Powers. Thanks so much, y'all. Thank
1: you, Robin. That was a joy.
2: All right, if you check the description of this episode, you'll find an expanded list of all the releases that we're tracking this week. That's everything that we talked about on the show, along with all the other notable albums and EPs out now. It's a good reference if you're trying to keep up with everything. Another great way to keep up with everything is by signing up for our newsletter. You can grab it at npr.org musicnewsletter music newsletter. And if you want to hear full versions of the songs that we featured on the show, along with a whole bunch of singles that came out this week, search for NPR's New Music Friday playlists in Apple Music and Spotify. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you're well. Take care and treat yourself to lots of music.
1: On
3: NPR's Throughline,
1: we cannot function for 24 hours without cobalt
3: because it's in our smartphone, our tablet, our laptop.
1: And as a consequence, the lives of the people living in that part of the Congo descended into just a
4: catastrophe. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Okay, close your eyes for a second. Now imagine you're on your dream vacation.